0: We believe that stories are magic, so when we find a great one, we can't wait to share it. Far, far away on the planet Florp, a baby named Bobby Wonder was born. But his parents relocated the family to Earth right after the birth, so Bobby grew up having no idea he was an alien. Until his 10th birthday, that is. Can you imagine waking up on your birthday to find out that you can fly and talk to ducks? (coughs) Created by a New York Times best-selling children's author and produced by the award-winning Go Kid Go team, Bobby Wonder is out of this world fun. Search for Bobby Wonder on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What to build? What to build? Oh, come on, Lizzie. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... I got it! Tool call Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow! Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. (laughs) Let the show begin. Yo, kids, yo! It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat. Student of invention, eater of tin cans, sidekick to Lucy Wow, and co-host to Neville Guy. It's Guy Neville, Capel. Oh, sorry. Sometimes I get my wires crossed in reverse words. It's how I ended up drinking a shaked milk instead of a milkshake for dessert. <laughs> You're so weird, Kapow. Thanks, Guy. You too. Now. I'm so glad you all tuned in because today is a special episode where we're doing something totally different. We're not talking about an invention or an inventor. We're just here to tell you that we hope you had a good year. You see, 2021 is almost over, and kabo, that's not why we're here. But it says so right here on my schedule. Today's episode, Good Year. And in honor of that, I wrote about all of the good things I ate in 2021. Number one, tin cans. Number two, tin can sandwiches. Number three, tin can- Kapow. We're not talking about how good the year was or how good the food was. We're talking about Charles Goodyear, the American self-taught chemist and manufacturing engineer who developed vulcanized rubber. Vulcanized? Like the planet Vulcan? Like Mr. Spock from Star Trek? No. Charles Goodyear was an inventor. Vulcanizing is the same name of a chemical process he invented that is used to create and manufacture waterproof and moldable rubber. Without vulcanizing or Charles Goodyear, you wouldn't have things like sneakers or tires. Whoa! You know what? After hearing that, I think that the story of Charles Goodyear sounds like it might be more interesting than a list of things I ate. It definitely is. Let's hear it then! Oh, wait! Do you know if he liked to eat tin cans? Uh, not really. But let's start at the beginning and see what we find out. Makes sense, friendo! Okay, Charles Goodyear was born in 1800 in New Haven, Connecticut. The oldest of six children. His father was a mechanic and taught him all about machines at a young age. In fact, The two had so much fun tinkering that later, when Charles was a young man, they started a company together where they made stuff like buttons for clothes. Buttons are also a delicious nighttime snack. No, they aren't, Kapow. Unfortunately, the first business failed. But like all inventors, Charles didn't give up when an experiment didn't work. He just tried something different. The next thing he was interested in was rubber. Now, rubber begins as a sticky gum that comes from a rubber tree. Back in the 1800s, they would just dry out the sticky gum so that it would become bouncy and solid. But the problem was, water made the rubber rot, and heat made the rubber melt and become sticky again. Charles decided to experiment on this rubber tree gum and see if he could make it resist water and heat. Let me guess he was immediately successful and it was super easy. Far from it. Because Charles owed money from the first failed company and he couldn't pay it back, he was arrested and put in prison. Oh my goodness! So I guess he quit and that was the end of his rubber experiments. Wrong again, Kapow. Charles didn't know how to quit. And even though it's hard to be in prison, it doesn't mean you can't still change the world. So... From his cell, Charles started experimenting with rubber. He would take some of the sticky rubber gum and heat it up. Once it was all hot and gooey, he would rub in different substances with his hands to see what would happen. One day he worked in magnesia, which was a chemical they used in the prison to treat stomach problems. And you know what? It worked! Hey, you got it right this time! Ha <laughs> ha! His new mix of rubber and magnesia was totally waterproof. Wow! I am a very smart goat! Uh, sure, Capel. Anyway, as soon as Charles was released from prison, he went to work trying to improve his rubber discovery. The first thing he made was shoes. And sure enough, these shoes did great in the rain. Yeah! But there was a problem. Boo! Yeah, you see, soon the weather got hot, and the shoes melted and got sticky. Oh, no! He'd only solved one of the problems! Did he quit then and go start a tin-can sandwich shop? Of course not. Charles was an inventor, and inventors don't quit. So Charles kept experimenting. His next idea was to mix the rubber with magnesia, and then boil it in with a chemical called quicklime and water. Did it work? It did. And people noticed what it did this time. All over the world, people heard about this non-sticky, waterproof rubber and celebrated Charles' genius. But Charles wasn't done tinkering. He continued doing more and more experiments. And each time he did, Charles' rubber got stronger and bouncier. Wow! And more delicious! (laughs) Uh, No, Capel. With his newly perfected rubber finally ready... Charles and a friend built a factory where they started making rubber clothes, rubber life preservers, and rubber shoes. I don't know, guy. That all sounds pretty tasty. Focus, Kapow. Charles was on his way to being a rubber king. But then, in 1837, a financial crisis hit America, and Charles lost his factory and all of his money. What? My goatness. It seems like Charles was sure unlucky. Charles didn't think so. In fact, he wrote, the advantages of a career in life should not be estimated exclusively by the standard of dollars and cents, as it is too often done. Which is another way of saying, there are other ways to judge success than how much money you make. Charles knew that his invention would help make life better for people, and that made him proud and happy. You know what? That's true. But the thing is, Guy, if it wasn't for Charles, we wouldn't have rubber soles on our shoes to help us run races, rubber tires on our cars so that we could travel, or rubber balls to play with. With all of the goodness he brought us, I just wish he got some sort of credit. Well, I've got good news for you, Kapow. He did get his credit. In 1898, the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company was founded and named after him. And then... In 1976, he was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. There's even a Charles Goodyear medal that honors inventors, innovators, and developers in the rubber industry. Nice! Way to keep bouncing back, Charles! (laughs) I guess it goes to show, if you keep going in the face of failure and frustration, you never know what may happen. What you make today can make you famous in the future. That's right, Kapow. Speaking of rubber, could I have a quick nibble of your shoes? Oh, they look tasty! Uh-oh. Um, it looks like Kapow needs a snack, so uh, we better finish up. But if you'd like to talk more about rubber, Pflugerville, Kapow, or me, Guy Neville, just send an email to guy at gokidgo.com. Or me at kapow at gokidgo.com. We might even read your question on a podcast. But until then, I hope you have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something. Go big, and then go bigger! Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love